0: doubt that you are alone through whatever you're going through wherever you find yourself I don't care how deep it is I don't care how tough you think it is the light of Jesus the strength of Jesus the way out of Jesus is always there I want to push that out to you today, and I'm going to be teaching a great lesson today about God is always with us. He's the God of the here and the now. I got a question that if your life was being digitally recorded around the clock, what would it say about? You're practicing the presence of God. Write that down, write it down. it is it is profound. That's a profound that's a profound question there. See, if your life was being digitally recorded around the clock, what would it say about you practicing the presence of God? In other words, God said this, so I'm going to act like it. I'm going to think like that. I'm going to speak like that. Practice the presence of God. I want to push that out to you. I, want, I mean, I can't say it enough because it's something that that I you know I I, I try to do that. I learned to do that. I I heard that expression. Um, a few years back, and I, I try to pr- do that. Practice the presence of of God when I'm driving, when I'm walking, when I'm biking, when I'm just meditating, when I'm just thinking, when I'm alone. I try. Pr- I try to practice the. Pr- In other words, I. I I talk to the father. I talk to the father. Um, I talk to him when, as I said, when I'm driving, I talk with him when I'm just sitting. When I talk to him when I'm biking. Um, and, and because some of you all may not understand when I t- talk about practice the presence of the Lord. Act like he's there. He is there. But some people say, well, I can't see him and, I, I, and all of that. And how do I know he's real? You know <laughs> I um when I when I engage in that kind of conversation with people I usually kind of um you know come back at them with stuff like how do you know you got a brain in your head? You don't. You never seen it. But you believe you got it there, right? You go to work and you work on a job for a whole week, 2 weeks, a month a year, and you work, but you don't get paid, you know, until a certain time. You believe that you're going to get paid. You don't know it, but you believe it. So you trust the employer to give you your money even though you don't have it. I mean, this is just just simple stuff, if you just stop and think about it. We go and we walk into buildings and we flip switches. Lights come on. How do you know electricity is there? I mean, you, you don't see the electricity, but you believe it is because... The results is that lights come on. Mm -hmm. You get your money. And you know, when it comes down to God, people say, well, I can't see him, and and how do I know there is a God? (laughs) You got a brain up there, you're thinking. You understand? You're breathing. And you see, when you get to know the Lord, I mean, really know him and believe that that he exists. Uh, scripture says that it's impossible to please God without, without faith. Faith is the substance of, of things hoped for. It's evidence of things not, not seen. I don't have, but I believe it. And we do so many things just by faith, just because we believe it, without even seeing it. Practicing the presence of the Lord is basically kind of the same way. I mean, I, I'm driving my car, but I'm talking to the Lord. And you know what? Inside of me, there is something going on in there that lets me know that, um, that he's there. I praise him for that. Just practice the presence of the Lord. Practice the presence of the Lord. Just talk with him. Um, and I want to encourage you to that. You may be going through something right now, but he is there. Um, you know, whatever, uh, wherever or whenever um, God is available to us, whatever we need, and and whenever we need it and um and i want you to consider that the availability of god is there all the time you see because you because you never seen air but you you've seen the results of it it doesn't mean that air is not there because you haven't seen it the wind is blowing. You don't see the wind, invisible. But you see the results of it. And I I um it's it's just real practicing the presence of the Lord. It it's uh it's it becomes it's it's just real easy to do it becomes a part of you when um you can can move beyond Uh, the visible, seeing stuff and touching stuff. Because a lot of stuff that's really real, that's very important to, to life and living, you'll never be able to touch it with your hands. Such as air. Air. You can't touch it with your hand, but you feel it. Glory to God. Very important. You can't live without it. So many things in life. Are so important that we, but we cannot touch it with our hands. But it's there; it's real. I want to today to teach this lesson, and based upon the life of Joseph. Joseph is—he's one of my favorites uh, in the Bible. Um, I loved uh, the story of Joseph. When I think about uh, the life of Joseph, uh, for me. Uh, he's he's a model for for how to live a life in the presence of God, practicing the presence of God. I mean, Joseph had so many things that happened to him, but he always acted like God was there. I mean, I, he 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 acted like the God was just there so much so until uh, his own brothers became jealous of him. <coughs> I mean, Joseph here is talking about stuff that. <laughs> and brothers are looking around talking about he's crazy. What's wrong with him? <laughs> Joseph is having dreams and all of this. And, and Joe, I mean, it was as though it, it was real to him. He practiced the presence of God. And, uh, and Joseph was one of these people who said, Well, whatever and whenever and wherever, you know, I'm going to practice the presence of God because I know God is there. Uh, see, um, Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And he who comes to God must believe that God exists. Can't touch him you know, with the hands here, but you must believe that God exists and that God is a rewarder. God rewards us. Now, there are a few chapters of, the, uh, um, of Genesis that, um uh, covers Joseph's life, and um, uh, these chapters that cover Joseph's life—they are—they are they're just a small, tiny fractions of his whole life. But you know, when you when you fall in love with, uh, and Joseph is one of the guys in the Bible that I really I love to just uh, read about him and study his life. It's just so much stuff you can just just glean. From from that, here's a man, even as a teenager, uh, having dreams, and uh, I mean, and from those dreams, he believed the stuff. He believed it, and um, of course, you know, he would he would he would just just talk and he'd tell everybody, "I, I dreamed about this. I dreamed about that." And sometimes, you know, in telling everything, you can provoke people to jealousy. Uh, but but he was Joseph just, just he just had to tell it. But you know, um, so today we 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 we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about Joseph's life and see what we can can uh pull from his life. Um uh, take a look at some of the snapshots from his life and see um really the kind of person that he was and and let's see if we can find ourselves uh Joseph is the kind of person that that I I love to glean from because I walk by faith and not by sight um a lot of a lot of things I just believe God for it I don't, I I don't even know I don't know how it's going to happen but I just believe God for it You know, it just it rises up in my spirit, Uh, and when see faith is something. I faith is one of those subjects in in the Bible that that uh, if you're not really sure about uh, who you are and and where you're going, uh, people will just really kind of think you're crazy. Because people, even in the church today, are so earthbound. And they are so so visual, they gotta they gotta see everything and and, and 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 touch it and and all that, or else they just won't won't you know won't won't have anything to do with it. And of course, if if that's where you are, you know, I guess it's okay, but it's so much better when you can believe, though you have not seen anything. So let's let's kind of take a look at the life of Joseph. Want you, if you have your Bible and I'll uh, get it, and paper and pen, and because I'm going to be giving you some stuff here, you may want to write some of it down uh, and talking about. But there are three things three things that um, I'm going to deal with today. Number one, the, I'm going to talk about the faith factor, the faith factor, F A I T H, the faith factor. And then I'm going to talk about the here factor and uh and then I'm going to talk about the now factor. Now all of this we're going to pull from from his life, from the life of Joseph. And and let's kind of kind of see where we are. Can we find our faith photo? Again, God is the God of the here and the now and uh and he's always available and he's always available to us. Glory to his name. The faith factor, the faith factor. If if I had to summarize Joseph's approach to his life, it would be this. And here we go, that he walked by faith. If I had to summarize his life, he walked by faith. In other words, he believed that God was doing something in all of his ups and all of his downs. In every moment, he believed that God was doing something in his life. Something was going on. He didn't allow himself to get to, you know, to go to chasing rabbits and and began to thinking Ah, uh, in a negative way about this, and no matter what happened to him, he always believed that God was doing something in his life. Now, even the dreams of prominence that he had as a teenager, and the revealing of which incurred the jealousy of his brothers in Genesis uh, thirty-seven. Uh, verses 5 through 11, we can, we, can, we can see that. Genesis 37, verses 5 through 11. We can see that. That took place there with uh, talks about Joseph's dreams. Uh, Joseph believed God was in those dreams. He believed God was in those dreams that he was having. Like I said, now, when you go to talking and telling people about dreams and visions and things like that, uh, I'm telling you, you have to be real careful about it because everybody is not where you are, and everybody is just not on that that level. Everybody ain't going to believe you. And so the the average person will look at you strange and think that you've gone off on the deep end when really... Faith living, faith walking, should be a a natural thing for believers. I mean, to believe that God heals, to believe that God saves, to believe that God set free, to believe that God delivers, should be a very common thing for believers. We walk by faith and not by sight. But Thank God we have an example here in the word Joseph, and uh, as I said, uh, he believed God was in dr- the dreams he was having, and so he just believed God, so he'd go out and talk about it, and we don't have we don't have we don't have any records of Joseph questioning God. We don't have no records of that. I mean, there's no way out, you can't find any no records about it, but you know, if he did, we have no records of it. No records of him complaining to God or treating others badly as a response to his own bad fortune. I mean, even when, 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 uh, you know, when he, when he got beat up and locked up and, and thrown in, in prison and, and, and accused, all of that, all of that. We don't have any records where he he got mad with people and and upset, started complaining. We don't have any records of that. Somehow or another, Joseph knew that the hand of God was just on him, favor of God was just on his life. He knew that, and the scripture says that, and God was with Joseph. And God was with Joseph. (laughs) When God is with you, Man, let me tell you. Failure got to go. Whatever you touch, that thing prospers. When God's with you, and God was with Joseph. And God was with Joseph. Now, as I continue here, um this uh is summarized of course in uh, those dramatic uh, uh moments after Jacob's death, when he told his brothers uh, all of this. And in Genesis 50, verse number 20, I have it here. Here's what Joseph said. He said, now this is Genesis chapter 50. He says, talking to his brothers, he said, and this is after Jacob's death. He said, but as for you, you meant evil against me. But God meant it for good. Look at that. What they did, he's letting them know you meant it for evil against me. But you can see here that, but God was with him. He says, but God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. Genesis 50, verse number 20. So God was in it. Even when the brothers were plotting and planning to sell Joseph, the Lord was right there. God was watching. God was right there. God was in it. God's purpose and plan, he used this method for whatever reason God did. God used this way, this method to get Joseph from where he was to where God wanted him to be for the next season in his life. And and, jo- and and Joseph is saying to his brothers, what you did, God, uh, God meant it for good. You meant it for evil. But God had a plan and God had a purpose through it all. I want you to now now follow. Now follow follow me. Follow this trend of thought here. Because these words of Joseph, and then we find it again in Genesis 45. And verse number five, uh, the same words, it says, And now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here. Because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. He's saying it here that God sent me ahead of you. He used this method the plotting and the planning of the brothers to sell me. God used that plan to get me where I am. And he's letting them know that here in uh, Genesis 45, verse number five. Now, uh, when you think about this uh, in Genesis, um, uh, the words of Joseph, and you got this, um, this similar expression in Genesis 45, verse number five, uh, the, the Old Testament um, it's equivalent to the New Testament, Romans 8 and 28. Romans 8 and 28. Romans 8, 28, and I I I, I want to read that because we're always quoting that, you know. Romans 8 and 28. Now listen to listen to this word. Romans 8 28. It is what it says. And we know that in all things. God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. God's purpose ain't your purpose. God's purpose ain't my purpose. And sometimes we, we, we be trying to make life go this way, but it ain't God's purpose for you. God's purpose for your life. Maybe this way, but we're trying to make it go that way. See, God's purpose for your life and my life is what's going to prevail. That's, what's, that's what Romans 8 and 28 is saying. And Romans 8, 28 is the New Testament equivalent to the Old Testament, the life of Joseph, uh, Genesis 45, verse 5, Genesis 50. And uh, and thank God for that. God is always at work. I'm talking about the faith factor. This is the faith factor. God is always at work, even in the hard moments, to accomplish good in our lives. And because what he's doing, he's conforming us into the image of Jesus Christ. And that requires the faith factor. In other words, living by faith, And not by sight. You know, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 tells us about that. We walk by what? We walk by faith. We walk by faith. Now, you'd be surprised to know how many people, they love Jesus, save people, but they have not learned how to live by faith. You got to, see, you got to learn how to live by faith. You got to learn that. And you got to be taught it, then you got to learn it. Now, you can be taught about faith and never learn it. It's good to be taught. It's good to have teachers to teach. I've, I've been teaching the faith message for a long, long, long time. Long, long time. A lot of people that I taught, they heard the message, but they didn't learn to live by it. See, uh walk by. See, living by faith, walking by faith is different from from sitting up, listening to somebody teach you and you taking notes. See, there there's got to come a time in your life that you start walking that thing out. You got to walk it out. Practice the presence. You got to walk the thing out. OK, OK, I've been taught this. My pastor taught me this, you know, my teacher at seminary taught me this, my, my teacher, you know, my Sunday school teacher, my, you know, uh, uh my teacher, uh, at, uh, at my job, you know, our prayer group and all of that, um, have taught me, but you can't live on that alone. You've got to, the time got to come when you got to learn how to walk the thing out for yourself. That's how, now that's when you know you really got it. And in order for you to do that, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, for we walk by faith, 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 for we walk by faith. See, walking, that implies actions. I'm in action now. I'm living this thing out. And and to do that, some stuff has got to happen to you. Some things got to come in your life. Now, as long as easy stuff is coming in your life, you never learn how to walk by faith. Walking by faith requires tough stuff. You got to have some strain, some struggle. You got to have some stresses that you learn how to take the strain, the stresses, the struggle, and look at it and say, okay, I see you. I see what you're trying to do to me. But you know what? I'm going to walk the thing out anyhow. I'm going to try it anyhow. I know it's hurting me. It's stretching me. But I'm going to walk it out anyhow. That's how you learn. That's how you learn how to walk the thing out. That's how you learn the lesson of faith. And that's what makes you become authentic. A lot of people's faith ain't authentic. It's not authentic. Because you haven't been through nothing where you had to stand up under it and walk on through it. That's what makes you authentic.